0: Hi, I'm Brad. Where are you calling from?
1: i uh, from Colombia,
0: Bogota. Nice, quiet, gray day here in Seattle. And
2: now, currently, I'm in London.
0: And wherever you are, welcome to Blonde Radio. Hi, I'm Brad. I live on the west coast of Canada, and I love seeing things from a new point of view. And welcome to Blonde Radio, where every week I book calls with strangers from around the world. Today, we'll talk to Ariana, a dancer from Colombia, Matt, a photographer in Seattle, and Andrea, a past guest from over a year ago who's made some exciting developments in the UK. But first, this week at Blonde Radio on Instagram, I gave you this week's question. Is using time effectively important to you? Here's what you had to say. Hi, my name's Lucas and I'm calling from England. And I think that effective use of time is a very subjective thing and therefore you can't really put a label on it. But as long as you're completing the tasks and the things that you need to do for your life and your day, I think that that is a good use of your time. But on the other hand, playing video games with your friends, doing anything artistic that you enjoy doing, pursuing hobbies, is also a good use of your time because it's something you enjoy. And doing things that we enjoy is equally as important as doing things that we have to do.
3: Hello, my name is Shinji and I'm from Aires, Argentina. For most of my life, using my time wisely was very important to me because ever since I can remember, I would wake up and just start planning my day all the time. I would say, okay, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to do this and that, and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to do this, this, that next day is going to be the same or something like that. But this year, especially, I realized that first you have a lot more time than you think. And second, there's really not much you get out of planning your day like that. <laughs> Sometimes it's really nice to just go to a park and sit on a bench and look at the people. There's nothing wrong in taking some time for yourself and looking at your surroundings. Using my time wisely is not one of my priorities. Thanks to everyone for
0: submitting their responses. Now, here's Ariana. Hi.
2: Hi.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm Brad, it's nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you, uh, I'm Ariana.
0: Ariana, fantastic. How's your day going so far?
1: Uh, it's been pretty chill. It's been raining and it's pretty cold, <laughs> so yeah. just chilling.
0: Yeah, I know the feeling. Oh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm out on I live on an island, so we're definitely oh. about that rain weather, too, especially um, up here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel it. it's been a good day. Otherwise, yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, thanks for taking the time out of your day to chat. I really appreciate it.
1: Sure, sure no problem. I always like to do this with strangers, uh, so totally really
0: cool there's something really special about it so mm-hmm. um and then where are you calling from
1: uh from colombia bogota specifically
0: <laughs> fantastic i've talked to i think a couple of people from there there now it's always great to hear from um sweet well i'll give you some space here at the start to sort of give the elevator pitch on you you know who are you what do you do and what would you say got you to where you are today
1: Okay. <laughs> I just studied more languages. Mm-hmm. So I always like like to talk a lot and, you know, be able to communicate and everything. Uh, but I'm also, when I started studying, I started dancing, um, mostly like urban dance, like hip hop, locking, popping, all of those styles. And I really fell in love with it. Um, and all my life I've been dancing, like here in uh, like in my city and in my family it was really important, I guess. For dance, my, both of my parents are like uh, dance teachers, so I kind of have it like in, in my blood or something like that. Yeah, so I've been dancing since then, like five years ago, I would say, mm-hmm. like more uh, in a professional way. I went to competences, I went to world championships uh, back in the years. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm still like dancing, but I'm, I have I'm trying like to start like a new group and everything. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Um, So this is kind of like a a bigger question, maybe, and especially the focus on dance. What would you say has been the most important thing you've learned about yourself through dance? What would you say overall is the biggest thing you know dance has taught you?
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, super (laughs)
1: obvious question. Well, I would say like I started like to differentiate like between stages in life. I don't know. It mm-hmm. makes sense. At the beginning, when I started dancing, my like most professionally, um, our teacher always taught us like some principles that comes from dancing. Like I'm from the hip hop, from the culture. So if something goes like if you want it, like you know, I think it's like a saying that if you want something you need to like work for it but it's not only just that it's Mm -hmm. something is always like behind all of that and always is like you know you know you have to work really hard for it yeah so i think that is what is most like important but also lately and you know we because i love the COVID thing and the pandemic Mm -hmm. um i was able also to I think, figure out that is not only like the hard work that you put on it, but it's also like how you see yourself in it and how you we always talk about like the essence, I guess, that you have when you dance and what you want to project to the rest of the people that is watching you. Right. Or maybe it's just for you, like in a mirror, yeah. like what you want to share to the world. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: the, the intentions of what you're putting out there with yeah the thing exactly. you're making. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. um, in your in, initial message when you reached out, you sort of mentioned this phrase that I love a lot that I've picked up and use a lot about seeking discomfort. Would you say that idea is is a new one for you or one that you've been carrying with you for a while now?
1: Well, it hasn't been always there, I guess. Yeah. Um, is I think probably when I started like also dancing and my career like I went to college and I started noticing that most of the the time you got like a routine and you never go out of it and you always like you know you have to study and then I start working so I have to study dance work all on this and I never get out of that like I just wait till the weekend just to rest and do nothing else and then I just started uh, watching uh, yesterday, I don't know if you know yeah. the channel. <laughs> so when they started like talking about it, it was like, wow, this is really cool. And I want to uh, like, try to go out or maybe just do this like on the internet that I think is really cool that we can do it. Mm-hmm. And so I just started like chatting with people on Tumblr <laughs> or <Yes. laughs> just in the comments of YouTube, <laughs> so it was really, it kind of started like that.
0: That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, especially that's as much as um, there can be a lot of potential for risks and, you know, um, enabling some unhealthy mental health behaviors with through all these new social media platforms that are, you know, as a humanity, we're all experiencing for the first time. It also, you know, the flip side of that, we're we're so much more in touch with each other. And there's so many bridges that have not been possible before, which is really, really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally agree with that.
0: Oh, yeah. Hmm. What would you? And this is kind of bouncing off that. What would you say to people who struggle to go beyond their comfort zones? What kind of pushes you?
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's what you want to. I don't know if it will sound like really like cliché uh to say that but uh sometimes and i know it depends on mostly like your personality so i'm really outgoing sometimes Mm -hmm. so i I know that for me is maybe easier than someone that is pretty introverted like just to go out but i think it's just the little things yeah uh that you like and you everyday life like maybe just smile at a stranger in the like i don't know what you take like in the bars or whatever i always uh i always try to go in rides like i have my little bike mm-hmm. i go around the city and sometimes just grooving up music being in public just grooving up music i think that is just the best yeah <laughs> so just start like from that you don't need to go big or you know, do Mm -hmm. big stuff. I think it's just if you think that that is out of your comfort zone, it doesn't have to be super big.
0: Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, in this past year and a half now it's been really tricky to sort of find that energy and spirit to be outside and stuff like that but i 100 percent agree with you anytime that i'm out and about recently it's given me so much more you know I, and maybe it's just like not being in my room it will do it <laughs> um, yeah totally <laughs> yeah. so it, it's important just, to remember that like-
1: Outside, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, buying groceries, I think if you make the best out of it, like if you maybe talk to the cashier sometimes, yeah. or I just say hello to an stranger, I think it's just that.
0: For sure. I think a lot of people moving forward from this, that's something I hope more of us try not to take for granted is like those tiny moments of interaction that, um, you know, look yeah. small, but they really do mean so much and add up. And yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Um, this week's question is how often do you think about time and uh, you know using it effectively is that important for you or do you feel like spending so much time thinking about time kind of takes away from it?
1: Mm, Really good commission. I think the thing is time is relative Mm -hmm. and everything you know so it's, it's really hard. I think that on these like past years, not only like in the like the pandemic, probably before that, I started thinking more in time because uh, I was like trying to finish college and I started like on an internship and everything. And everyone is it was just going super fast. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: people my age, like you know, always yeah. Sometimes like they're super famous right away, or you know, just thinking about how. I haven't done maybe that much with my time. Mm-hmm. It was really kind of giving me like panic attacks, maybe sometimes, because yeah. it was kind of really hard. But and also what you said, like sometimes thinking so much about it makes you like lose those like, just yeah those moments of your mm-hmm. life. I don't know. And I was actually listening like to a uh, a TikTok yeah. uh, this morning, and it says something about it, like. When you say like I cannot wait to be maybe it's just like I I will go to my friend's house or something Mm -hmm. and I'm just only thinking about when I'm going there and what I will do there but I'm not thinking how I'm feeling right now or what I'm doing right now like sometimes we forget that we have like a present moment
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so it's kind of really tricky I don't know.
0: Yeah yeah no I like that and I've heard a quote recently that maybe kind of fits into that idea it's like don't um, the quote is something along the lines of, like, don't postpone your happiness. Like, if yeah. you're always thinking about the future and trying to set yourself up for moments of happiness, it's like, well, you're here right now. So, <laughs> you know, take advantage <laughs> yeah. of what's in front of you, which can be hard, especially, you know, yeah, yeah, when totally. a lot of things are up in the air. But I love that seeking to be present. Mm, yeah. If anything, exactly.
1: I think, yeah, I, and I what and you say more. is like really hard to it's do. It's so hard. <laughs> You When you're thinking about, like, maybe right now, like, I'm really enjoying, like, talking and everything, but probably in an hour, I will be just scrolling to social media and not being, like, mm-hmm. super grounded. It's, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: and I don't know what the balance is. Because, uh, you know, there are, like, you can't be constantly go, go, go all the time. You need those moments to pause. Yeah. But I think there's, hmm, it could be more intentional with, like... Slowing down, and when you said scrolling through social media, that really like it's it's probably my biggest time hole.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, for me too, for me too.
0: (laughs) So, no, I think yeah. From this conversation, I'll take that. I'm gonna try and be more present with myself. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I probably will do that too. I
0: appreciate it. um Thank you for your time and your words. That's that's kind of about it. Do you have uh, any exciting plans the rest of your day?
1: uh not probably just watch um like i started a new series like in hbo oh, so nice. i will probably just watch that fantastic uh, and yeah thank you <laughs> for taking me out of my comfort zone <laughs>
0: <laughs> likewise vice versa um sweet well i'll let you to it do enjoy your show but uh i'll talk to you later
1: sure sure thank you bye
0: ciao Hi Brad, I'm Santi and I'm calling from Argentina. Spending my time wisely is really important to me and that's because we die. Because our time is limited. Some people tend to see that as something bad, but that's actually what makes life beautiful. The fact that our time is limited it's what makes it so important that's what gives it value like when you spend time with someone you're giving them some of your time something you can't buy or get back in any way so giving someone your time is just the maximum expression of love and you just don't want to waste your time so i encourage everyone to call their friends call their family, spend some time with them. Thank you.
4: Hi, this is Mia and I'm calling from Sydney, Australia. Is it important to me to spend my time wisely? Yes and no, yes, because you know, I wouldn't spend hours of my life doing something that I hate and that will bring no good things upon me or anyone, but at the same time, I no because if i'm constantly monitoring myself and being like oh is this the best use of my time that can cause a lot of anxiety for me and i get anxious about fucking everything so i think at the end of the day it's best not to constantly have that thought because that really takes you out of the current moment and um you want to enjoy the current moment you don't want to be wrapped up in the intellectualizing about the current moment so yeah yes and no in conclusion
0: (laughs) Hello, I'm Brad. Nice to meet you. Nice
3: to meet you. I'm Matt.
0: Matt, a pleasure. Thanks for uh, making the time today. I Really appreciate it.
3: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Always, always. How's the day been for you so far?
3: Oh man, it's been good. It's been quiet. I uh, I just work a pretty quiet day job from my desk in my apartment. So nice, quiet, gray day here in Seattle. Love that breezy. Oh, you're pretty close then. Yeah. Well, where are you at again? I'm um on Vancouver Island in
0: in BC. Just so just. Oh uh, yeah couple hours That's north. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Sweet. Seattle, has that been home for your entire life?
3: Yeah. So I grew up in, in North Seattle and then for a short period of time, I uh, I moved up north with my family, mm-hmm. but uh, I came back down for school, then bounced back up north due to COVID. And then I got a job and moved back down to Seattle. So it's been a lot of back and forth, but for sure. been in the region.
0: Pacific Northwest, we're here for it. Honestly, oh, yeah. It's hard to see. I don't know about you, but see myself like living anywhere else. There's something about being near the water.
3: Yeah. And and the mountains and all of Mm -hmm. it. It's like as much as I love warm weather, I just really can't see myself being anywhere else. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Cool. Off the top here, I'll give you some space to sort of give the the elevator pitch on you. You know, who are you? What do you do? And what would you say got you to where you are today?
3: Oh man, that's a great question. I think, uh, Well, I guess I'll just say my name is Matt Rigg. I am a photographer and I guess you could say content creator. I like to make TikToks where I talk about my art, other people's art. I'm just kind of an art nerd. Um, I love anything that uh, makes me feel something, honestly. Yeah, I think that's a (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's a lovely summary. Yeah, that speaks to a lot of at least what I've seen. Um, I've had some of your stuff pop up uh, on my for you page in the past. And then the algorithm, you know, you see someone once they disappear forever. So I'm glad Mm -hmm. we could get back in touch. That's awesome.
3: Um, Me too. Funny thing about that, actually, I'm pretty sure I saw, I, you know, I like to uh, freak out whenever I see people I know (laughs) like my videos. So I'm pretty sure I have a screenshot somewhere because I've been following you since. Oh, word. Pretty pretty much from the beginning, honestly.
0: That's awesome. No. Yeah. I think it was um, the video where you were sort of describing and talking about like the, the photo of the house and you showed yep. the guy the photo and he was like low key like oh that's cool i i don't really want it but thanks or something like that <laughs> yeah uh, but it, it was just a really yeah moving story and a really moving image i like that photo a lot
3: thank you i'm glad it's nice having other people connect to it
0: for real so As I'm sure you know, and a lot of people have seen, especially, I'd say like even in the past 10 years, photography has had such an explosion. Cameras becoming way more accessible to everyone. Do you see this as exciting? You know, there's so many more people in the field or frustrating that it feels oversaturated now.
3: You know, I think generally, I think in general, it's a great thing because Mm -hmm. there are so many great cameras that are so much more accessible to people. But at the same time, I feel like, for the art itself, it's like I don't know there's a lot of this, this might be a bit of a uh, a hot take, but there's I mean there is a lot of like trendy photography that I feel like you know takes away f- and there there's just a lot of creeps with cameras too. that's probably yeah. one of my biggest issues. Mm-hmm. just people that like to take advantage of uh, like the the analog subreddit for film photography it's pretty much just spammed with, you know, dudes taking faceless photos of naked women. And I'm like, come on, guys, that's, that's not it. Like, it it's mm-hmm. just a way for people to get upvotes on the internet, you know. But in, in general, I, I do love seeing people going out taking photos. And especially with film, it just connects you to a whole new level. And mm-hmm. being able to hop on eBay, get a film camera for, you know, 50 hundred bucks. Pretty awesome.
0: Totally. Yeah, and this whole, especially, I feel like once COVID hit, there was such a, a film boom. But yeah, this this reemergence of like things that were maybe perceived to be outdated and now have a new life—that's so awesome.
3: Yeah, and yeah. I love seeing the people um, sharing their work on on places like TikTok because it mm-hmm. does allow you to connect more of yourself to the images instead of just kind of posting an image into the void, like on Instagram or something.
0: Totally. Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Would you say is is confidence a thing you can ever achieve in art, or should you always be striving for that improvement, that betterment?
3: Um, I think I think there's a balance. I mm-hmm. think you can be sure of yourself and your abilities, but at the same time, acknowledge that you know there's always going to be room to improve, room to experiment. Mm-hmm. You know, art there you're never really done with art, so yeah. it's it's always good to you know keep that mindset. I think.
0: Totally. Some of my favorite. I don't. Know, I got Dune on the brain. I just saw Dune last night, and oh yeah, I've been watching so many interviews with uh, Denis Villeneuve and his approach. Even though he's like one of my favorite directors, and like his films scream confidence. You watch any interview with him, and he's just still exploring and still trying to find new stuff. So yeah, I think I don't know. I don't ever want to get comfy in my art, but no, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. You can still have both. You can still like feel assured, but still, you know, seek for the new thing.
3: Yeah. I think, I I think there's a good line between, you know, the confidence and knowing what you're capable of Mm -hmm. and the arrogance and thinking that like where you're at is like the final step, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Would the Matt of five years ago be surprised about how your life looks now? Or would you say this was kind of the general direction you wanted to go?
3: You know, I think, I I don't think he would be surprised. I think, if anything, he'd be surprised that it took me this long. (laughs) I mean, I've always been one to want to put stuff out on the internet. I mean, I was the guy making, like, random gaming channels in middle school where Mm. I would would get my, like, little point-and-shoot digital camera and I would just record my TV screen while I'm playing something. Mm. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I think... Maybe the content is something that you would be surprised by, but definitely not the fact that I'm doing something along these lines because I've, I've always been on kind of this wavelength, I guess, where just wanting to make stuff that connects with other people and just being able to be creative, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's sick. Do you remember any specific point that was like sparked in you or do you feel like you've just always had that, you know, desire to create?
3: Oh, man, I think... When it, like, officially set in, so so I bought my first, like, official camera when I was 17. Mm-hmm. And I um I bought it because I wanted to make short films. I was really obsessed with movies at the time. I wanted to go to film school. And, you know, I, I worked for my dad. I got enough money to get the, like, video creator kit that had, like, you know, the mic and the DSLR and stuff. And I finally got it. I blew all of my money on it. And then I realized that I hated filmmaking. I just It just <laughs> wasn't for me. It was like, maybe it was just that I was doing it alone in my bedroom. Right. But there was something about it that just didn't connect. And I was like, well, you know, I blew all my money on this. Got to figure it out. And then I started, uh, I was like, well, I guess I'll take some photos with it. The other thing I can do. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is what I want to do. And, you know, over time, taking photos and sharing them mm-hmm. was just... Even just my terrible beginner photos on my private Instagram. I was just like, yeah, this is this is what I want to (laughs) do.
0: That's awesome. We all start from somewhere. Oh, Um, yeah. This week's question is, how often would you say you think about time? Is using it effectively important to you? Or do you feel that kind of takes away from it?
3: Oh, man, I think I think I well, that's a bit redundant. I think (laughs) that I think about time. A bit too much or yeah. a bit more than the average person. But in all honesty, I don't think it really, um, I mean, I, I f- something that I'm working on is just getting better at enjoying and embracing present moment mm-hmm. and just doing what you feel is right in the present is the most important thing and not because you can only plan so much and yeah. it can only work out so much, ma- so much as well. So, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What does what does that look like for you personally trying to <laughs> practice being present in the moment?
3: Man, I honestly something that I really appreciate about taking film photos is the way that it slows me down and it makes me really mm-hmm. think through everything because there's so much that you can screw up with it. So, partially why I take photos is just because I find it very therapeutic and being mm-hmm. able to walk around, take photos of just things in my general vicinity that I can connect with. And so it's it's a mixture of that and just trying to remind myself like you're only going to get this moment once and just trying to be mindful of that and stay present and I I don't really know how to blame that part because <laughs> I think it maybe it's different I don't know. for still, everyone. I'm still figuring it out. I guess. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. There's no rush.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I love that. And I love the intention. Oh, that's a lovely answer. Thank you for sharing. And then, yeah, that's that's kind of about it. Thank you again for your for your time and
3: words. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was a great time. Of course. Any exciting plans the rest of your day? I don't think so. Honestly, I'm on my lunch break right now. So just wrapping oh, up work. <laughs>
0: that's, a lot. that's great. That's great. Halfway there. Well, good luck with the rest of your work today. And uh, besides that, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Yeah,
3: thanks. uh Have a good day. Appreciate it. Ciao.
4: Hey Brad, Um, it's Sarah from Toronto, Canada. I've always had um, a really tricky and difficult relationship with with time management and a a pretty bad habit of placing a lot of uh, my value in my productivity. And I I spent a long time trying to figure out the key to using my time wisely and how I can be the most productive I possibly can or use my time the most effectively. The amount of videos I would watch on YouTube, you know, those like my 5am morning routine, 40 things I got done before breakfast because I I wanted to be that person who could be really productive all the time and, and on top of everything. But I also struggle a lot with my mental health where motivation is incredibly hard to come by. I would kind of, find myself um, and end up in this horrible cycle of just having bad days where I physically and mentally struggle a bit with like productivity and focusing. And then I would get just incredibly frustrated and upset at myself for letting days go by and losing time and and not getting the stuff done that I need to get done. I I think using my time wisely is still something that I I think about a lot, but I've realized that I I really do need to unlearn this direct connection I've kind of created between my productivity and and my self-worth. I find that I'm far more productive when I intentionally take time to rest without guilt or shame being attached to it. With all things, it's just important to find that balance. Hello.
2: Can you hear me all right? I'm sorry, but I had to stand outside for a little bit. It's all good. I hope that's okay. Okay, thank God. It adds some
4: flavor. (laughs) Sweet. Well,
0: hello again. Um, How's it been? Hi again.
2: How are you? I'm pretty all right. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm on. I'm on the grind. I'm doing the usual. But uh, again, thanks for. I appreciate you taking the time to chat again. It means a lot.
2: Thank you, likewise. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. This is amazing. <laughs> of
0: course, of course. Cool. Well, for those that don't know, where are you calling from?
2: So I am then Andrea, and I uh, was born in Norway, and I grew up in Spain, and uh, my family is from Chile. And now currently I'm in London, so it's a little bit of (laughs)
0: everywhere. A little bit of everything. I love that so much. So um, and then again, listen, I already know. I know so much of your story and what you've done. But for the people just tuning in, uh, give us sort of the little elevator pitch on you. Who are you? What do you do? And what would you say got you to where you are today?
2: I am a music producer and artist uh, and I got into production mostly because I was really into writing songs when I was younger mm-hmm. and uh, I found that there were a lack of producers in my area and the few that were didn't really understand what I wanted exactly and I wasn't very good at explaining either so I thought well let me just do that myself then. Yeah. So I got into production and I found out that I absolutely loved it and then ever since I just found that I really want to understand it better and get better at it in general. So that led me to where I am today, where I'm studying music production and I'm in my third year of uni. And uh, I just want to keep doing it for hopefully more people to listen to.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. So the last time we spoke, uh, a bit over a year ago now, you were just releasing Dumb For You. What would you say Uh, have been the biggest changes in your life between then and now?
2: I would say the biggest change of my life as of right now is maybe confidence. Mm -hmm. I would say kind of grown into the fact that it's okay for me not to know everything (laughs) and it's okay to kind of fake it until you make it and uh, be more okay with that idea of growing as you go and not having to know everything at once. Uh, And I would say that has given me a lot of confidence to believe in more what I stand for and what I think and what I feel. Mm -hmm. Because I used to be way more afraid of what either people would think or feel about me. And now, of course, those thoughts are still there, but they're less occupying my head than they used to. So I'm getting happier (laughs) about it. I love
0: that. Sounds like a healthier balance (laughs) overall, for sure.
2: (laughs) I'd say so, yeah. (laughs) We're getting there.
0: That's awesome. Well, do tell us about the new single.
2: So this new single that I released on the twenty fourth of December is called "Tell Her That Too," and it's basically a pop heartbreak song uh, mixed with vocoder and more modern details. Okay. And then I have another song coming out tonight called "Body Talk." Yeah. And it's a '90s R&B kind of inspired Justin Timberlake very much inspired track uh, that is more of a club kind of song that you could dance to and I'm very excited about that one.
0: <laughs> I love that I can see the yeah the JT glitter and and oh, gloss to it yeah.
2: Don't get me started I love him so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what for the for the new one the one that's dropping tonight what would you say is the ideal listening environment?
2: I would say as long as you're in a happy state of mind, even if you're not, you will be. Mm -hmm. At least I do. I would say definitely if you're in a danceable environment, that would be the best. If you're in a screamable environment, that too. (laughs) But even if you're by yourself in your room, I have jammed out to myself by myself. So whatever is possible, whatever you feel like, honestly.
0: (laughs) I love that so much. With, you know, the arts, anything, honestly, in the creative field, it can be very hard to have measurable like to say in x years i'm going to be here because unlike any industry so much of it is a little bit left up to chance and luck you can put in your time you can put in the quality but opportunity is something you can't always force how, how do you manage that how, how do you deal with this kind of looming question mark that like Maybe it'll turn out the way you want it. But, you know, there is that level of unpredictability.
2: You know what? I think that my dream is to play Madison Square Garden and O2 Arena and uh, all these big stadiums. And Mm -hmm. I think genuinely within five years, call me crazy. And I know that I am to a certain (laughs) degree. (laughs) I think within five years, I will at least have tried my absolute best. And if I get there, then I will be very happy. And even if I don't, I've enjoyed the ride and I have learned so much from it. So I don't think anything's to waste because I absolutely love what I'm (laughs) doing. And I think that it's okay, whatever kind of happens. Those kind of goals are yes, very materialistic. So if they don't happen, at least I know that I've made my parents proud somehow. And I've made yeah. myself proud. So I'll live with that.
0: Totally. <laughs> I'll and take there's, it. Yeah, there's the whole like fact that you're in sort of the thick of it. You're taking those risks that so many people are not and you know, huge kudos to you for that.
2: Yeah. thank
0: you. <laughs> always, always. Um, how often would you say you think about time? Is using it as effectively as possible important for you? Or do you feel like overthinking it kind of takes away from time?
2: Oh, that is an interesting question. I feel as though time is so precious. Yeah. And I don't think you are ever able to time out or like plan out your entire day to perfection. Right. And I think if you do that to perfection, you might be wasting your time planning your time. (laughs) Okay. But I do feel as though if you plan it out and make the most out of it, I think that will minimize the waste. So I definitely think to a certain degree, planning is awesome and I will do it to the day I die. But I definitely need to also find the balance of not over planning everything and uh, actually making time for what's most important in life.
0: I love that. A little bit of everything. (laughs) A little balance where we can find it, yeah. It's,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> it's tricky especially to be intentional about finding a balance but uh listen uh, I, out of sure. an, anyone I, I trust you homie
2: <laughs> thank you
0: always always that's kind of about it we'll keep it brief uh any exciting plans rest or eve
2: for the rest of my evening i am uh with a friend and i am uh, watching my other friend play this concert uh oh, so uh, just out here supporting a little bit uh my friends doing what they love as well so yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's perfect I love that
2: thank you so much thank you so much for your time
0: always and thank you um, I'll let you to it enjoy your eve and uh, we'll talk later
2: sounds great and uh, again I absolutely love your radio this is uh, <laughs> I, I'm such a huge fan <laughs>
0: appreciate it to the moon and beyond thank you
2: <laughs> well, i see you soon ciao. ciao special
0: thanks to Ariana, Matt Andrea, and everyone who submitted a response for making this episode possible. Intro music provided by Wafie. that's W-A-Y-F-I-E, and accompanying tracks by Loboil, that's L-O-B-O-I-L, who can both be found on all major streaming platforms. Be sure to come by our Twitch stream every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday for more Blonde Radio content brought to you live.